Welcome to the Misfit Mentor Podcast for fit pros and wellness coaches, hosted by moi, Sarah Smith. I'm here to make your journey as a fit pro a bit easier and simpler, and to teach you everything I've learned about building a soul-based six-figure business online. My journey working in the fitness industry began about 22 years ago, and after years of working in the industry, I decided to close my gym in Ireland about three years ago and work solely online so I could move to the south of France. And on this podcast, I'll be giving you my best trainings, mindset shifts, and advice so you can grow your business and most importantly, collapse time for yourself so you don't make the same costly mistakes I made along the way. Hello, 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 and welcome to another podcast. And today I'm delighted to talk about starting out online. So maybe you are a veteran personal trainer or wellness coach or yoga teacher or nutritionist or whatever it is that you do, um, but you're a rookie online. So you're a veteran at what you do, but a rookie online. And I know what that feels like uh, when, I, when I plunged myself in line, online a couple of years ago. I had several freak attacks because I really hated being the newbie and I was so confused as to how to do it from the technology side, but also like how to, how to reach people, like how to get my ideal clients to find me. That's what I was really overwhelmed with was I just didn't know how to connect with my clients online. I, I, I didn't know how to find them. I did know on a a face-to-face community networking level when I had uh, my kettlebell gyms. But when I went online, I got a shock because I honestly was clueless, completely clueless. So, you know, I was wondering why wasn't I getting Facebook likes? Why wasn't I getting engagement? Like, why couldn't my people find me? And why wasn't I converting what I was doing online into sales? And so that's what I want to cover on this podcast today is how you can prevent making some of the mistakes that I made when I started out so you can collapse time a bit so that you can just get started online with a smoother transition if you're going from a bricks and mortar hands-on business into online. And becoming an online health and fitness coach offers huge benefits like you get to help more people because you you You've got access to more people and you can fit more into your day. <clears throat> you can make more money and you can have more freedom. But becoming a, a kind of really successful online health and fitness coach requires more than just passion and a qualification. And it comes with a business strategy and some preparation. And so what I want to cover today briefly is the preparation that you could do before you plunge into the online world so that it's a like a smoother transition. So... The first thing that I would say is important is what do people know you for or what would you like to be known for and as? So in the fitness industry is more than often a profession where most trainers and coaches have a, have a recognized certification. They've got, you know, some street cred. They've probably got a current group of clients and maybe local visibility. So you need to differentiate yourself online because we're, we're talking global now. And where this begins is with identifying who you are, what you do, and how you're different. 
And this is the bit that I tried to skip because I found it so overwhelming. And so I want to break that down for you is beginning with, with that identity piece. Because I think that we've all experienced this is fear kind of creeping in as a result of doubt. And that doubt arriving in because of a lack of confidence. And then the lack of confidence stems from not being grounded in what's called a niche. And a niche is who you help, basically. And so if we're not grounded in that niche and we, we're trying to be that trainer that's helping everybody, then it's, it's much more difficult. It's much, much, much more difficult. So we, we don't want to be, we don't want to try to be that do-it-all personal trainer. You know, you need to find a niche if you want to be on top of the competition. And that niche is just your area of expertise. <clears throat> and it should be really clear in people's minds when they think of you as a personal trainer or a, a fit pro or a yoga teacher you know, or a wellness coach. So what's important is, is trying to find that. So what is it that you want to be known as or that you're, you're known as? So really what's important here is looking at your strengths. It's looking at what you're good at and what you could repeat and the demand that's, that's there for it. So when that fear and that doubt creeps in, it's often because we're, we're not grounded in the niche. We're just not sure of who we're helping, what problem we're solving, you know, how, how they talk and how they think and all those things. So if you stand for nothing, then you're just going to, you're going to fall for everything. All the shiny objects online, all the different strategies, all the different tactics. And I remember when I was fresh out of <clears throat> fit pro school, like 20 years ago, and I knew a little about a lot. And I did all the courses, you know, the spinning, the Les Mills, the boxer size, you know, the ACE personal training course, uh, all of it. And, but I didn't wear any crown of any specific domain. And it was, a, it was a really frustrating time in my life. And I believed that I could conquer every kind of facet of training with clients, you know, like whether it was powerlifting or hypertrophy or endurance or rehab or weight loss. But it was just too general. And as a result, my, my training was general, my business was general, and I wasn't making a profit. So really, I always finished second, really. You know, I always... I just didn't, never came up trumps because I was always behind others who were just really grounded in their area of expertise. And that was until I found a particular niche that was kettlebells and I formed Galway kettlebells. And so I monopolized the kind of the West and the Galway region and I, and I monopolized the kettlebells and I completely narrowed down and niched on, on that. And that's when my business changed. And after that, I niched into <clears throat> women-only mindset movement for weight loss online, Boss Lady. And that's when everything shifted. But that took me a long time online to build that. And I got the help of my business mentors to help me find my niche and say, okay, it's women-only. And to narrow down what their main problems were and how I could serve them. 
so if you're listening to this and, and you finding yourself looking in the mirror at what I'm saying about helping everyone, then don't beat yourself up over it because it's, it's not entirely your fault. <laughs> you know, most fit pros and wellness coaches go through this awkward stage of their kind of professional puberty before maturing online. And I don't want to sound condescending when I say that, but I went through that awkward stage, that cringy, cringy stage with technology and with knowing who my niche was. And so I feel you and I, I know what it feels like, but a niche isn't as simple as pinning the tail on the donkey on a board, you know, filled with fitness subcategories. It's, it's not that simple. You need to be passionate about what you do so that you know you can be the very best. So when I started online properly, I was passionate about kettlebells and that came through. And I was passionate about helping women with emotional eating and imposter syndrome, really. And so, yes, at the start, the unfortunate reality was that I couldn't be picky. I, I was training men and women and any man woman and child so I get you when you're stuck in that place when you're just starting out and not every client that comes your way is is going to be is going to want to be what you are like if you're a bodybuilder if that's your passion or if you're into Zumba or if you I don't know like whatever your passion is doesn't mean that every client that comes your way is going to want to do that and so you need to pay the bills yeah so you've got to take what comes your way, whether they fall into your area of expertise or not. And I know that that is working probably at the minute, but you're limiting your potential. That's the thing, is that you're limiting your potential there. And that's what I've seen with all my clients that I've worked with when we started out was they were helping everybody and they were saying, but I've got to take this client because I need the, the money. And it was really limiting for them. So if you actually took the time and you spent the time to read um, or to talk about like top tier trainers, like even to my clients who are, who are um, working with high end clients of investments of, you know, up to 5,000 pay in full sales, um, you begin to realize that a resounding similarity and that is that they're all kings or queens of a throne of their niche. So even if you look at the big people in the industry like James Smith PT, um, you know, there's so many of them, but it's they're all kings or queens of their throne, which is their niche. Yeah, they they all have got something unique and special that they're always talking about. And that they're known for. And that's what sets them apart. So that's that's what's really, really important here. Is finding what's your strength and what sets you apart. And why people come to you and, and why you're unique. So it's trying to not be that do-it-all personal trainer. Um, you need to find a niche if you want to be on top of your competition. And so it's looking at your area of expertise that will be really clear in people's minds when they think of you as a fit pro or a wellness, wellness coach. So once you find it, list the characteristics of your, your ideal client. 
So like your ideal client's profile that you would work with all day long happily. Okay, so that, that client, for example, will be the one that you're going to be targeting first. He or she will also be your main source of income. And then think of a couple more profiles that will be a complementary sources of revenue for your, for your business. So maybe no more than three personas for the promotion of your online training service. So clearly defining your niche and your buyer's persona and, and who they are and what struggles they have and what their hopes and dreams are and what's holding them back. And by doing that, you know, you're going to make your work way more effective and you'll be able to build kind of templates, you know, that you can use specific to your targets and you can save time when you're giving out new training plans to clients or nutrition things and fitness things is that you're working with a particular niche. So is it men or is it women? If you're starting out online, it would be to determine this. Is it men or women in their 20s, 30s, 40s or 50s? Because that's really, really broad and, and, you know, their struggles really change depending on what age bracket they're in. So it's, it's doing the time, it's putting the time in and not jumping in online when you're starting out and just throwing kind of spaghetti at the wall and, ho and hoping to see what comes back. And instead, it's going in with a bit of a business plan and a bit of a strategy and then also doing doing some market research and finding out from your clients what it is that they want from you, what it is that a program would need to include for them to sign up for it, what problems that they want to solve, that they need you to solve, like is it nighttime snacking, is it what exercises to do when you're tired, uh, is it <clears throat> how to meditate, you know, it's looking at, at this and how they, how they name it. So we know that with clients, a lack of consistency is one of the major pitfalls that they face in trying to reach their goals. So like new clients who are maybe new to exercise or to eating healthy, and they begin with good intentions only to fall short a few weeks later. So don't make the same mistake. What I'd say is be diligent in your work, be consistent in what you produce, but be authentic. That's so important is be authentic in, in, in what you produce. And by that, I mean in your content. So be diligent in your work, do the research, find out what, what it is that you're offering and what sets you apart, and then keep it authentic when you're doing your, your content so that you're really, really helping people with an exact problems that you know that they have. And, and, but you're keeping it authentic and real to yourself. You need to be passionate about what you do so that you can be the absolute best. And I know that sometimes we can't afford to be picky when we're starting out, but you'll be limiting your potential if you don't draw a line and set a niche. So recognizing your strengths is really important in that as well. Like if you have trouble coaching in a large group at, at once and you don't like multitasking, then you know you mightn't mightn't do well on doing a group program online. So that's okay. That's absolutely okay. But by recognizing your strengths, you put yourself in a really good position when you're deciding on your niche. So then you could look at picking a domain which is 
you know, once you've identified those strengths, that these are kind of like fitness or wellness sub-industries. So there's yoga, like bodybuilding, strength and conditioning, endurance training, rehabilitation, uh, nutrition, wellness coaching, meditation, life coaching, <clears throat> all those other things. And the one that the one that you choose should be an area that you kind of you've got maybe prior experience in as an athlete, a trainee, a student, something you've an affinity with. And you could consider a domain that you want to contribute your work and thoughts to. Since as a, that domain expert, you'll be called upon to help and move your sub-industry forward as a leader. So then you could pick an expertise within your niche, within your domain. So <clears throat> what this is like is like you putting a stake in the ground and beginning to build your foundation. So in every domain, there's really diverse areas of expertise. Within athletics alone, you've got, what, like 50 sports with all the different levels of competition, you know, like school, professional, all the different levels. So be specific in defining your niche. Think again about what comes to mind when you hear big names like, you know, James Smith and that. What, you know, where do you see yourself? What, what do you want to be known for? So choose that niche confidently because it will be, it'll become really your legacy as a fitness professional and yes you can and wellness professional and you can pivot on your niche obviously but that really will become your legacy and then and one last thing is learn teach and then reproduce so when you've done the last few steps uh, of research and those and picking your niche it's time to get down to the work and you know really understand the clients the best kind of programming protocols and the most effective training modalities then for this niche that you've selected because they'll be very different if they're male or if they're female and they'll be very different if they're a 20 year old instead of being like a 50 year old so encapsulate yourself in this kind of niche first as a student and then as a practitioner and then as an educator and, and then once you've defined your niche, your reputation can then precede you. You can, you can become the go-to expert for that topic like I did on kettlebells, like I'm doing now even as a mentor for fit pros for social media and organic marketing and all that stuff. So your online world can stand out as the one-stop shop for clients whose goals align with your niche expertise. So your name can stand synonymously with your niche and this makes marketing a lot, lot easier. So a lot, lot easier is everything flows once you find out your niche. Everything just becomes clear and you start to get engagement on your posts. Your posts start to convert to sales. You feel less overwhelmed because you know what content to put out there. You start to connect with followers online easier they start to find you and things just get a lot easier and so then what you look at is how you market to these clients that you're trying to serve and so that's where content is king is part of your marketing so it's think think as a beginner starting out online 
think about what your niche, once you've selected it, wants to know and where do they look for answers. So then what you're going to do is try and actively put yourself in front of the people that you're trying to reach. And this begins with generating kind of unique content to provide your audience with takeaways and, you know, steps they can take action on and like blueprints for success. So the more that you educate your audience on both your niche and as your and yourself as an expert, the higher perceived value that they will have in what you're offering. So don't be that that trainer who is, you know, helping everybody, doing it all. You need to find a niche if you want to be on top of the competition. And that's your area of expertise. And it should be really clear in people's mind when they think of you as a fit pro, as a personal trainer or as a wellness coach. So I hope this has helped somebody to get clear on what steps to take before coming, becoming or launching fully as an online health and fitness coach. Talk to you soon. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and if you did find it really helpful and you want to share it with another fitness professional who you think could really do with hearing this right now then make sure you screenshot post and tag me on Instagram or Facebook so that we can connect and I can start to stalk you just kidding kind of if you want to know when the next podcast is coming out you can subscribe on iTunes to get notified on the next episode Or if you want to connect with me on a deeper level and get more in-depth business tips, then request to join my free group, the Fit Pro Biz Online for fitness professionals and wellness coaches. It's a real kick-ass community with some really, really amazing coaches in there as well. So I'd love if you come join me there. Remember, there's never going to be a perfect time to get started. Take messy action daily and go get it. See you on the next episode.